Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. How to get 30, 30, to get 30, how to get 20, 20, 20, how to get 20, 20, to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month? So, Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. It's the most wonderful time of the year, ladies and gentlemen. Welcome to the Football Ramble on Football Ramble Daily. Liverpool are world champions. Chelsea beat Spurs. And Nigel Pearson got a win. <laughs> We're nearly there. We're nearly on Christmas Day. You're nearly here, isn't he? Mm. So close, so close, everybody. Yeah. Can, you, can you taste it, Marcus? I can. Can you taste the Baileys? It tastes like mince pies. Tastes was, like I, mint Baileys. I was had a peppermint uh, treat from the box of treats that were left in the studio. Did we get sent chocolates? I think so. Who yeah. buy? I, I had a fries peppermint cream, very retro. Did Are you, you sure them? they're for us? Because this has happened before. <laughs> yeah. Oh. oh, yeah, me and me and J- Jim at a whole panatoni. It wasn't me. Who was don't, it? Don't bring me into your criminal underworld. Was that underworld. this time last year? It was. It must have been, yeah. Oh, yes. Was it, it was me and you, wasn't it? I got Thieves. involved. I got no, involved. Don't bring me into it. Listen, listeners will not be surprised to know it's definitely me. <laughs> I think by Marcus's face, I, I can't be sure, but I think it was probably Marcus. Yeah. 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 I would absolutely have been involved had I been in the office at the time. I should probably clarify. To put people into who's, perspective. Who was it for? Well, I'll tell you the story. But Panatoni comes to the office and we couldn't find a label on it. Thanks very much. So we were like, oh, brilliant. I've someone just sent us one of those. Cracked it straight open, cut it into bits. Ate all the bits. You- <laughs> and then no, at, at the bottom, there was a little label saying to everyone at so-and-so company. Yeah. And I was like, oh my God. And then I thought, but it doesn't matter. No one will know. We've so, eaten the evidence. Yeah. We put it in the box. So I put the uh, label, I uh, probably gave it to one of the uh, one of the guys to put away. Mm. Take my fingerprints off it. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And I thought, that'd be fine. That's mm. done. A couple of days later. They came knocking. Door, door knocks. Where's have, the you, have you seen a Panatoni? And I was like, um, not, for a couple, uh, not for a couple of days. Yeah, I'm not sure. <laughs> <laughs> did, we, did we buy them another one? I had to apologise to buy them another one. And I will say this now, I've not named the company because I can't remember. They were dickheads about it. <laughs> oh, they were that? <laughs> yeah, they were. It was an honest mistake. Well, they got another one. i tell you what. And they were still dickheads about it. We get, if another one comes through, mm. in fact, I've been waiting in the corridor. I know. To head off Steal the guy. Thing, yeah. <laughs> Mind sweeping. <laughs> Marcus has got like a blockade, a trade blockade on every other office oh, for Christmas trees. Panatoni yeah. with Italian that was treats. Panatoni Gate was a year ago now. Oh, Can't yeah. believe it. Oh, Panatoni's a weird thing, isn't it? Because it's been traditional for about, what, seven years? In this country. Yeah. 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 I think Italian... we're in my family. We always have it at New Year, oddly. Do you? Mm. Yeah, I don't know. I think why. our Italian cousins might disagree with that, though, Jim. Oh, yeah, indeed. Jim. But I'm yeah. talking about here. Yeah. You have pineapple with your panettone, don't you? Yeah, why not? <laughs> uh, Liverpool are world champions, everybody. Yeah, That's where we're starting today. It's bigger than the Premier League. It's the FIFA Club World Cup. Liverpool. It's not quite as big as Panatone. Not, really. as, not quite as big. <laughs> They're world champions. Um, it, was, it wasn't a bad game, actually. I think Flamengo fans were pleased that they gave Liverpool a game. It took uh, until extra time, of course. Roberto Firmino mm. getting mm. that. Who had, came, a, had a good he, tournament. He did. He came very close to scoring in normal time, you should say, didn't he? Yes, he did. A couple of times. A couple yeah. of times, yeah. Uh, the big talking point uh, was, of course, that VAR drama at the end of normal time with uh, Sadio Mane being denied a penalty. And this was one of those ones where it's so difficult with with, with VAR because um, 
No one knows what the rules of football are nobody, anymore. Nobody knows that. But it, but it was it was strange because I thought actually it wasn't a foul and and I don't know what quite happened because you saw the replay over and over again and you saw the replay the referee was looking at and the replay that the referee was seeing it looked like manager sort of kicked Kick up the ground. Yeah, and whatever it was, well, I, I can't remember. And I was thinking, oh, I think he's right to overturn uh, his decision actually. And, and the and the reaction of Rafinha and those Flamengo players, I thought. Yeah, actually. And then you see it from another angle yeah. and he does clip Mane's foot and really impeded him. Mm. It should have been a foul. Whether it was in the or out of the box, that's... Uh... Well, the law, at one point in the deep, deep distant past, um, if the foul started outside the penalty area and continued into the penalty yeah. area, the referee was allowed to give a penalty. Yeah, I don't quite know about watching it back again now whether it did continue into the box. Yeah, mm. I'm not sure. But, but, it, I, but I passionately thought seeing loads of those replays and slowed right down and everything that's not a penalty like the referee he shouldn't give yeah. anything Mane's just messed that up and and whatnot and then it got into I think it was only the the BBC when, when Lineker and the boys in the studio showed another angle and it's like oh no he has clipped the bottom of his foot there He's quite clearly stopped Manny from scoring. I was like, oh, blimey. Mm-hmm. Like, why didn't they should have given the referee that replay? <laughs> it, was, it was quite a funny one, yeah. really. Well, this is the, the difficulty with it, isn't it? There are, there are still human beings having to make these decisions in very, yeah. in very quick um, circumstances, effectively. And mm. sometimes you do get these kind of storms of lots of different factors as to why it may or may not be we, a penalty. We used it as an example, if not in our book, but on a show a while back when we knew VAR was coming in and I think I think I used the the um, example of Theo Walcott or a player that quick running mm. into the penalty area and that, and that exact situation happening different interpretations mm. different ways of looking at it different angles different slow speeds yeah. and that kind of thing and the only thing I can really remember from it now um, is that Rafinha was wearing a helmet he was yes mm. don't see them very often no nice to see yeah. what's, what's happened to him the old what's, Peter what's happened to him? I, I don't know presumably he's got some got kind a bonk of, on his head yeah maybe uh-huh. the doctor says uh, sir you have a bonk on your head you have one bonk on your well, head we, <laughs> <laughs> we pray not to have further bonks yeah <laughs> Marcus how did you how did it look from you, for you in the, uh, the Flamengo bonk bonnet how, how, what was your perspective of it from the Flamengo dugout from the Flamengo dugout <laughs> I, do you know what I do love uh, Jorge no it's not Jorge it's George, uh, George, George Jesus yeah. or George mm. Jesus Mm. Big fan of that man and his hair. Yeah. Everything about him, really. He's done very well going yeah. to Flamengo. He brought a couple of Adoras with him. Come on, lads. He's a big celebrity there, according to Andy. Yeah. Well, he should be. Yeah. yeah. He's got a sort of Michael Bolton vibe. It's great, actually, seeing a, a, a guy who's done pretty well in European football, mm. more specifically Portugal, of course, he's cleaned up there, to then go to South America and actually win the prize tournament of the continent. Yeah. And... and very respectably finished second in the in the in the club world cup i actually enjoyed the match you know i enjoyed yeah. the sort of spectacle I, it was, obviously it was clearly very important to flamengo which made it quite it was, a, a good it, game to watch but yeah. it turns out that it was important to liverpool as well actually you know you saw some of the celebrations mm. although the fifa officials made sure that liverpool couldn't fully engage with their own fans after the no. game they were like no 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 you can't you can't come past here and liverpool were like it, i mean is there, is there anything in the game that you don't try and Destroy. There were, there were two yeah. guys on the radio the other day who went. They went from Liverpool <laughs> to Birmingham to watch the League Cup, and they went straight to Qatar to watch oh, this. Man, yeah. Imagine being the person to tell them. By the way, you can't really celebrate. <laughs> yeah. We don't care how far you've come. Yeah, I know. Yeah, yeah. absolute madness. <laughs> yeah, but but it was yeah, it was decent. It, it was oh, good on them. It's another trophy for them. I mean, and, another and it, trophy. You can see why. Um, I mean, we we talked about it, didn't we? And, and why why Klopp took all the team he took, and why he left all the kids to play in the League Cup. And we speculated that it might be to do with the fact that they want to maintain this winning run. They want to just pick up mm-hmm. trophies, keep the squad together. Although Harvey Elliott, who featured in the League Cup mm-hmm. game, was an unused substitute in this game, wasn't he? He yeah. was on the pitch uh, afterwards. I saw him. So. 
Um, obviously, clearly a few of them did go and join up. Um, but you can see why. I mean, they're, they're, they're on a roll. They, um, they're oh, far and away favourites to win the league now, of course. What it's 2019 they've had. Amazing, amazing, really. <laughs> yeah. um, I wouldn't be surprised if they've broken all their own records for the amount of points they've picked mm. up. But one perhaps a little dampener on it I haven't seen the latest but Oxlade Chamberlain went off yeah, didn't yeah, yeah, yeah. Is, that, is, that, is that a serious one I think or? he's been assessed today actually, right, okay. so we don't know at the time of recording but right. hopefully it's not a serious one as you say Luke for obvious reasons especially those he not that long ago has come back and he's been in fantastic form Yeah. Um, but Liverpool they just continue to, to dominate they the do, landscape don't they, don't they? Yeah. And obviously absolutely it's, amazing it is important as you say Look, pick up another trophy, but also keep that momentum going. Oh, just yeah. keep that sort of sheen of, of invincibility. Mm. That's what Joe Gomez was saying. He was saying that this is what we want. We want to win trophies, and yeah. and they have done. And I know that obviously the Champions League is by far and away the pick of the bunch. But to win the Super Cup and and the FIFA Club World Cup, they're the, they're the, the trophies that are on yeah. uh, up for grabs. Well, they're the yardstick, aren't they? That you, you're measured by. Is that a trophy that Liverpool haven't won before as well? So it's FIFA Club World Cup. Yeah. yeah well, yeah. I mean, they, they. I think they throughout the eighties they'd played, but I think that would have. That would have been the Super Cup, right? Uh, well, it would have been the Intercontinental Cup, right, or whatever okay, it was right. called. It's not the, the it was like a one-off one. game, though, wasn't it? It was off the yeah. top of my head. I mean, it certainly was in like the nineties and stuff. So I don't know what it was like in the eighties. Um, I wouldn't imagine it would have been a, a more expanded tournament like it is now. Liverpool got a uh, trip to Leicester on Boxing Day. It's the yeah. evening game at eight pm, and Betway are giving you a payout if the team you back in the in the win, winners market scores first. Mm. That's uh, Betway.com. You must be over the age of eighteen to gamble. And do gamble responsibly. If your team scores first, you get paid out with Betway. Get a load of that. Mm. All right, then. Let's go back to the Premier League, where despite uh, not playing, Liverpool are still comfortably top of the league. Uh, but a little bit further down, uh, Spurs played Chelsea. Of course, it was a brilliant win for Chelsea, 2-0. Um, before we come on to the uh, unsavoury stuff, I just want to say what a great performance it was from Chelsea. Yeah. And Frank Lampard, who yeah. we, we, we were saying the other week, obviously he can motivate players and he seems like he's having a lovely time as, as, as a manager. It's always in, enjoyable to see him sort of smiling away when talking about his players. Not if you're um, uh, one of the opposition who's got on the end of a, mm. of a Chelsea performance, of course. Mm. Uh, but tactically, he set them up in a, a slightly different way. He said that before the game. He said, well, I think it's pretty obvious, you know, what, what we're doing <laughs> compared to what we have been doing. But it worked. And that, especially that first half, Chelsea were... Absolutely superb. First to every ball, got the goals. and It Spurs, was like a Conte Chelsea, wasn't it? It, yeah, was, it was, yeah. Spurs never really got into gear at all. I know Kane had a chance and, and Son had a little one as well, but really, Chelsea were first um, in, in all departments. Danny Murphy did a really interesting bit of analysis on Match of the Day too, mm-hmm. where he talked about how it meant that Chelsea were able to overload Spurs out wide mm-hmm. and they just didn't change. Like, it, was, it was kind of weird that they didn't change. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because obviously that's Mourinho's sort of, you know, built his empire on that, hasn't he? That ability to see what's happening in the but game. But he's always right though, that. isn't he? He's always oh, right well, though. Maybe that's it. So <laughs> he's obviously saying, no, do you know what? Have you considered the idea that I actually am right here? We yeah. needed a 2-0 loss <laughs> for me to <laughs> yeah. get my point across Post-truth in that football, game. football, mate. I, <laughs> yeah. I enjoyed uh, Jose Mourinho on uh, Frank Lampard. I will always be uh, grateful uh, for what he gave me as a player and nothing is going to change that I love that guy I will always love that guy I hope he loses on Sunday <laughs> <laughs> he said a funny one didn't he when, they, when he was unveiled as Spurs manager and one reporter said to him um, you said you'd find it very difficult um, to manage another team in the Premier League because you're Chelsea through and through what's happened Jose and he went I got sacked <laughs> it's fair, isn't it? Yeah, very fair. Yeah. Uh, Willian and uh, Mason Mount, very good. Yeah. Willian, in particular, I think he's, he's often 
fairly derided, and I, I imagine that's because his, his form can be a little bit inconsistent here and there. But when he's on his game, oh, he's, he's an absolute such a world skillful player, mm. such a silky player. Jim, and one of those two players is from my hometown. I'll yeah. let you fill in the blanks which mm. one it is. Will I am. Will Ian. That's his name, actually. Yeah. Will Ian. But he is, but you're right, Jim. When he plays like that, he, he is a world beater. You think to yourself, this guy could play for any side in the mm. world. It was absolutely phenomenal, but it was pleasing to see Mason Mount as well yes. play his part. And, and and those two players, it's always difficult to mark when you when Chelsea you've got the back three, and then you've got the the four across the middle, and then you've got the wing backs who have sort of got the whole of the the flanks. But Mount and Willian played that role so well. Those sort of two positions because they can go out wide, they can play in between the lines, and it's so difficult to pick those players Little, up and um, mark them. Round Deuters, they call them in Germany, don't they? Is that right? Mm. I believe so. Yeah, which translates to space investigator. Invaders or investigators? Investigator. Oh, that's wow. good. Space it's, it's, it's always the role of a football manager where I just go, yeah. I, I'm not using that. Yeah. <laughs> I, don't, yeah. I don't know what it means. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But they were t- both of them were absolutely phenomenal, of course. I, th- I did think to myself, like it's a shame for the likes of Mount and, to a lesser extent, Grealish, um, uh, or, or uh, Madison as well, that England don't play in a formation which suits them a little mm. bit more, mm. if you see what there's I mean. A, there's, a, there's a graveyard of players who should have had more international caps for England than they did, and yeah. we're about Couple to of, enter another generation of them in this room. Nice, yeah, yeah. <laughs> nice um, way for Toby Alderweireld to celebrate a signing a new contract. <laughs> yeah. I bet he was like, oh, God. I oh, know, eh? <laughs> yeah. uh, What about Gazaniga? Yeah. Anyone? Yeah. Interesting interpretation of the goalkeeper's <laughs> role, that. Yeah. I mean, by the way, did the referee give a free kick against the Yes. Yeah. Yes, he did. Even Sanchez, <laughs> you saw him when it happened, he just put his head in his hand. Yeah. And the referee's gone, I, I think Surely. the attacking players fouled him. Yeah. <laughs> I, didn't see the, I didn't see this game live, I watched it back, and then when I saw him appear off, I didn't know it was going to happen, and I watched him appear off the side of the screen, come into the camera shot like a bullet out of a gun. <laughs> okay, okay, out of nowhere. Yeah. I was like, what? It's like a wrestling Whoa. run-in. Yeah. Like the ultimate warrior. Uh, it's very much inside the box. Yeah. It's yeah. the kind of thing if Forgotten that was on the edge. I know. It, it, was, it was, what about, I don't know, eight to ten yards away from the person touchdown. most pleased about that was David De Gea. Oh, man. Take, yeah, take, right. Take the heat off, heat off me. Cheers for that. Oh, yeah. I, I, A bit. Yeah. I don't understand it at all. Surely that's got to be poor concentration, right? He's like, you know, he's not. It's I know he's just been Jim. caught unaware, so he's had to improvise weirdly. But, the, but, but he hasn't. Yeah, I, know, I understand one is sort of grasping at straws to explain yeah. it just stay home mate just stay home it's one, of those, it's one of those Facebook compilations uh, where you just see Sunday league players do that <laughs> you're like yeah oh, but it's dear. so strange you could have caught the ball could have punched the ball mm. could have headed it away could have waited for it to drop down and then but there were so many decisions <laughs> that he could He's have got overloaded I, 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 he did all of them at once I, mm. I, yeah. I don't understand incredible stuff um, incredible but, but I thought it wasn't a penalty I thought that the, the was it was Aspilicueta who was on the end yeah, of it. Yeah. Oh man. Yeah. That I mean that is what VAR's for. The referee will be very very pleased that VAR is about because <laughs> if that had not been given as a penalty, that would have been oh, one he'd, of those he'd have been referring to the Pompey game. Yeah. Year. <laughs> um, also, one thing that was also sticks in my mind about that incident was I was actually really impressed by the way that. Was it, was it Azpilicueta? I think so. The, whoever it was, the Chelsea player, just stood and didn't really get munched. Yep. It, just, yeah. it was like hitting mm. a concrete wall. Yeah. Yeah. And he was kind of, and you could see by his face, he kind of sort of winced a bit and he sort of rolled up and got up again. Because yeah. when that's things happened before, I mean, joking aside, that can also be really dangerous. I mean, you yeah. happened to, to, to Francis Batistone. Well, on yes, of course. He had, his, he had his jaw broken, lost a few teeth, got yep. knocked yeah. out, all sorts. So, you know, it is dangerous play. Oh, yeah. So, I mean... I mean, obviously, all's well that ends well. He got a yellow card and it was a penno. Mm. But, I mean, I don't, I don't know whether the rules allow for it to be a red card as well for violent conduct. I know the double jeopardy thing's in play now. 
But for the yeah. violent conduct, perhaps you well, could, I, referee could have used his discretion there. But of course, he didn't use his discretion because he thought it was a free kick <laughs> on the keeper. Which is, <laughs> and, 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 and Schumacher v. Battiston, famously, the referee gave a goal kick. Yeah, because well, yeah, it was hit wide. He, d- he didn't give anything, essentially. Basically, yeah. 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 Well, I mean, yeah, if you wonder if goalkeepers get all the decisions, <laughs> look no further. But I, I, don't, I, I understand it's easy for referees to miss things, but that Schumacher Battiston thing, I don't know if referees should be missing two players hitting each other so no, hard that explode into a, a fucking singularity. You're going back you a long should... way with that one. I mean, yeah. Yeah. No, no, I was very still much not pre-VAR, <laughs> wasn't it? <laughs> yeah. Um, pre uh, all sorts of rules, you know. Mm. But uh, but yes, uh, Son was sent off for violent conduct. Yeah. Uh, of course. He, he, that was really strange behaviour from Son. Yeah. He seemed to act as if to go, what, what are you talking about? I didn't just kick out at him, even though I clearly literally mm. just did. Hey, Christmas is coming. <laughs> yeah, yeah, maybe, yeah, maybe, do, maybe. What do, you, what do you think, though? Because some people were saying... Like Mourinho, I understand he's going to take this side. Well, he's hardly hurt him. Well, he's so what's him, the, but that's Mourinho not, did a brilliant shout. He was like, "Oh, I expect him to be in the uh, in the in the hospital checking for broken ribs, kind of thing." Yeah, but I mean, but, but clearly though, you know, if someone tries to put a right hand on someone, no. it's, it's not about. Oh, let's assess the injury. Yeah, no, it's not about that. At all, yeah, is it? exactly. It's, yeah. it's really surprising from Son because he he seems a bit smarter than that. Although. I've, I believe we've said that already this season at, at some point. Well, maybe this something. year. You just, so. you just, you, 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 I don't think it's... I mean, Pete's alluding to him getting Christmas off there. I think in this particular instance, just red mist. He just, he's yeah, maybe. Split so. Actually, he's to got be that fair. in him. He's, got, he's, he's, he's yeah. done that before. Right. Well, and R- Rudiger was frustrating a lot of those players with his performance mm. as well. And as well it's, it's actually... It was before, obviously, and, and not including the obvious nastiness that I'm sure we're about to come on to. Very tetchy game in a way that suggests this might be quite an entertaining fixture. Well, it's a big, uh, it's a big uh, rivalry, it, but it already is. You know. it, it is, but I think with Mourinho in the dugout at Spurs, that's really going to add some extra spice well, to course. it that might kick it up a gear. Yeah, absolutely. There was a, there was obviously an amazing one where Dyer did everything but get... I mean, how he didn't get sent off in that game just before, which gave Leicester the title a few years ago. No, mm. it was he was tanking around Stamford Bridge, kicking the yeah. living Jesus out of everything. <laughs> and I, I mean, I cannot... There was one point where you thought, right... He's booted someone up. He's on the yellow. Mm. He's booted someone up in the air off the ball and the referee's wave play on here mm. and then just nothing happened. Now, I later found out that the referee can't go back and do it retrospectively if he plays the advantage. What he should have done was stop the game. Anyway, we're getting getting into the, yeah. into the weeds. But so this game has been fierce for a while now. Yeah. So, yeah, I mean, when you get something like Son doing that, it's, it is ridiculous. But these little moments... It's a snapshot moments, thing, though, wasn't these it? These little moments came And then, of course, um, all the sort of alleged racist incidents with, with Rudiger and just... That was uh, terrible to see. Yeah. That it was, was awful. And, and the protocol was uh, was, was underway, wasn't it? Yeah. Was there three uh, uh, I believe mentions so. on the loudspeaker? It I believe was. so, yeah. And, and normally after three, that's the game that's, is then... The game is it's a walk-off. Almost, isn't I think it? Yeah. the third one came very, very, very late on in the right. game, in, deep into injury time. Now, that doesn't excuse it. You know, if, if a walk-off needs to happen, it doesn't matter when in, in the game. Um, but that that's, it was my uh, understanding of, of what happened. Mm. There's been... Um, Gary Nevels was, um, oh, yeah. spoke very well yeah. about it. There's a really good in, uh, article in The Independent written by Miguel Delaney, we yeah. occasionally hear on, yeah. on, on, on FRD. And he talked to... The, the final sentence of his article was actually really powerful. It said that this is Britain in 2020, so therefore mm. this is football in 2020 yeah, because football being a reflection yeah. of that. Um, it's really difficult to know um, where, where to go because you find that what happens when this kind of thing goes on, a lot of people, much more prominent people than us, come out and, and sort of talk about it and, 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 and 
you know, obviously criticise it as they should. Mm-hmm. But it's difficult to know what the solutions are at this point. Yeah. And, and no one seems to have the right answers. I saw that the PFA put out a really strong statement about um, what they want to do next and what's got to mm-hmm. happen. It's gonna, and Peter Crouch was saying as well on, the, on TV yesterday that um, he thinks that players are going to start walking off soon. If it yeah. happens, he said he mm-hmm. predicted if it happens again, he thinks players will start walking off. It's, it's like Gary said, the PFA have a duty of care to their players and if they're not... But they're not. Uh, they've got their side of the bargain. The players walking off is, is the only. Is yeah. the only. It'd be interesting to know what the sanctions. So, for ex- so these are these are obviously adult human beings who are going to their place of work and being racially mm. abused. It'd be interesting to know. I because I, I, I just genuinely don't know this. The answer to this, what it would be like if it were in another employment um, place of employment mm. in the UK under EU law. What yeah. would happen there? Mm. Presumably, it'd involve sackings and all sorts of things going on, as you'd expect. I don't know why football, which should be governed by employment law as well, is is not having that situation as well. Mm. But then I said, I mean, and and Rudiger himself on Twitter said just this morning that it's a brand new stadium with all this CCTV and all these TV screens everywhere. Mm-hmm. He thinks they should be able to identify them individually yeah. and ban them instantly. And, and yeah. somebody made the point, it's not and also it. arrest them of public order offences, presumably. Yeah, and and sort of and actually shout out um, the sections of the crowd that that, that, that it's been spotted at in real time. You know, section C, whatever you're yeah. looking around. Oh, that's us, is it? And and expose that section of the crowd, yeah. so that they, 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 there's a certain level of self policing because that's the only way it's all. It's, well, it's, I think it's going to be. I would sort of go with you improved. there, Pete. I think the self policing, but the, the problem is with self policing. Is, well, it's not fucking happening, is it? Yeah. You know well, it's, I mean? well, I was at a game. Uh, was it last season? Big Premier League game, and I, it's the the first time. I don't know, maybe when I was a young lad, I don't want to be naive, mm. uh, you know, watching watching football, you know. But it, it's the first time, certainly from memory, where I can remember a, a, a very obvious and distinct racial right. slur <clears> shouted <throat> at a particular player. And I spun round thinking, right, I'm I'm going to... And you spin round, and of course, I mean, there's how many people... people yeah, and yeah. you just... I have no idea. You're yeah. looking for a particular individual who's, you know foaming at the mouth, you know, chucking a bit... And and it's so hard to... And, and you look around and you think... Eh, and 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 it, and and it's gone, and you think, well, I, I all, all these, um, all the, and regardless of that, and all, in, in addition to what you're saying, Marcus mm. and, and Pete, all these solutions that are posed, self policing, this thing you're talking about here, mm. that's actually treating the symptom, not the cause, anyway. What you'll then do is yeah. eradicate racism from within football stadiums, but you won't eradicate racism. <laughs> well, and also, well, so yeah, it's a much bigger uh, problem, than of course. That. Yeah, but but also, look at the Man City uh, one the other day. Now, I don't know what. Choose your words carefully because I don't know what the, the investigation yeah, uh, led to. Yeah. So you have to say you know, the alleged uh, racist abuse, even though um, everyone can pretty much make their minds up about what happened there. Um, but if you look at that fan, that that particular individual was then in the papers the next day. Yeah. His personal life's being talked about, blah, blah, yeah. blah, blah. Now, if you were at all uh, idiotic and, and, and stupid and, 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 and horrible enough to think, oh, you know what, you know, I might shout something racist or something, yeah. would you not even, you know, again, in your warped logic, look at that and go, well, hang on a minute, I could be on the paper. Yeah, it's, but it's, clearly not the de- is- it's clearly not deterred anybody because yeah. here we go again. And if, yeah. you, and if these things don't deter people then you just think as you say like we're now at the point where we go what the bloody it's, it's hell it's a generation of men who had power taken away from them that they've historically always had and they are raging against it and they think that uh, by shouting this stuff it gives them a bit bit of control back that, that, that they feel like they're losing but it is a societal problem also it um, is... drink and cocaine and okay, yeah, yeah, all that yeah. shit but that's, that, that, that's, that's not necessarily going to go away but you know Gary Neville's right it is, it's, it's systematic of, mm-hmm. of a wider problem and, it's, and it all comes down to the way that um, public life is, it, it, it is, um, is conducted and it doesn't come from the football stands it comes from your yeah. dad's fucking WhatsApp group 
It comes from fucking little shared memes and all that shit. All of this stuff comes from that. And it's Wait. a generation of men who are are dealing with a rapidly changing demographic in, in the country and they're scared and they're worried that their voices don't matter anymore. And it's come from the highest office in the land as exactly. well, let's be honest. It's, you know, it's, it's, it's been legitimized in a lot of ways uh, in, in, in recent times. And I, I think what's likely to happen next is that we will see the protocols being followed more mm. and more. Now, now that this, is, this has happened, um, I expect that other players will go, you know what? I'm sure there's. I'm sure there's been more incidents that players have just sort of shrugged yeah, yeah, yeah. off or, or ignored. But yeah, yeah, I think I'd we're going to see more of this now. To walk off. Same, I'd back anyone to walk off. As with anyone. Protocol or no protocol? You've got to, yeah, you've got absolutely. To, yeah. absolutely. Uh, changing tack quite a lot. Um, uh, there's a special mention, of course, uh, for the passing of uh, the great Martin Peters. Yes, he yes. played uh, for Tottenham Hotspur. Of course, he was. Uh, it was mentioned before the kickoff of the game. Uh, <laughs> one of those players where I knew he was a World Cup winner for England, you know, and a West Ham legend and so on. And you, you just scratch the surface of his career and you think, what a player. <laughs> yeah, I'm sad that he kind of retired before any of us were, were, were sentient. Mm. Um, but um, I've never achieved that. <laughs> we, yeah, we, know, we know that um, what, what a huge part of the fabric of, of, of football life in England he is and, 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 and will remain. And that's, you know, his memory will live on for that reason, clearly scoring the second goal, wasn't it, in the World mm. Cup final against West Germany in 1966. So, you know, we grew up with that stuff, don't we? We mm. were football fans. We grew up with that kind of legend. So, um, I, I spent a bit of time watching a few of his, um, a few of his clips on YouTube uh, earlier today and last night. Great player, um, amazing, amazing contribution to, 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 to the football, uh, to football in this country. So, you know, God rest him and and, and all the best to his to his family and friends. I think he'd been suffering with uh, Alzheimer's for some yeah, time. So, uh, very, not, very sad. not the first one. Sadly. No, very sad. Yeah. Um, let's move on to uh, Manchester City beating Leicester three one. Uh, Man City, they showed that they should be Liverpool's main rivals for the title this yeah, season, didn't they? very much so, because mm. we were talking about that, weren't we? We were talking about how how is the balance of this game going to go? Like, who is going to be able to control it? Because mm. that is, you know, both teams' sort of MO is to control a game. And I, I feel actually when you get the proper really good games between two top teams, it is a battle for who controls it. Yes. But City were... City were in control of it when they had 63% possession. Mm-hmm. It seemed like more, you know, if something can seem like more in terms of possession. I think they couldn't quite bring their game mm. to Manchester City in the mm. way that we were perhaps hoping they would. Riyad Mahrez, what a game he had. <laughs> I know De Bruyne was rightly man of the match, but yeah. Mahrez really, really shone as well. I mean, talking about Mourinho not reacting, I was really surprised that Brendan Rodgers didn't do something about their left-hand side. I mean, yeah. Chilwell mm. was overloaded because Harvey Barnes wasn't helping him out. Mm. Chilwell didn't have a great game, but he was up against, you know, ostensibly De Bruyne, although he floated around, and Mahrez, who was fantastic. Yeah. But Leicester didn't really do anything about that. I don't know why they didn't bring on like a really hard-working left midfield player a bit earlier. I think Al Brighton came on later mm. on. Um, but the damage was done by then. I mean, I, I slightly disagree with Jim a little bit just on the game. I think it went exactly as we said it would go. Leicester think, defending. Yeah, because they're confident. They're mm. a good team. I know what they're, they're all about. And the positions and that Vardy takes up and the pace he's got and his finishing, he, they, they, it, it went perfectly to plan for the first goal. 25 minutes. Brilliant goal. Mm. Um, even when his second touch kind of let him down, yeah. there, but he still got there. But then, of course, City kind of go up another gear and they found it very hard to deal with it. Slightly fortuitous with the equaliser. Yes, obviously deflection, but these things happen in football. But then after yeah. that, they didn't compose themselves again ahead of the no. Second but goal, but yeah. I think I know what you're saying there, Jim, because after that, it really only looked like one one winner. Well, there was going to be one team that would go on and win it, and City were in control of the game. There's yeah, no doubt about that. Jim's absolutely right about that. Yeah, and I think with Leicester, it is. Rogers is, I mean, second season. He was obviously there in the last few months of of, of last year, but I mean. 
you know, we, you, you look at Leicester and you think, go on, have a, have a title challenge. But yeah. compare Leicester, compare the squads to Manchester City and Liverpool. The fact is that they were competing, that they, you know, they, they, they went 1 0 up. They're still in the mix. Um, they, they, they still, by the looks of it, will finish in the top three. Well, they're still it's second. Phenomenal. They're still second. I mean, if they finish third this season, even if they finish fourth, yeah. What a year. Absolutely. What a season, you know. So you can't well, they, uh, they, they they've got as we said earlier, they've got Liverpool at home on Boxing Day. If they win that game, Saturday night. Is it Saturday night? Boxing Day night, whatever that day it is. What Boxing Day, Boxing Day. Thursday. Thursday. Thursday night. Um that'll be a great game to watch. If they mm. if they were able to, to inflict Liverpool's first league defeat of the season on them, it'd be great. Well, how do they approach that one then? Because uh, we thought, you know, going away to Manchester City, especially away from home, you know, you defend and all the Well, rest listen, of it. seeing Liverpool... the world champions, mate. Seeing Liverpool this season, you say a few Hail Marys and cross your fingers. And, <laughs> yes. I hope it's the most wonderful time of the year. At Anfield, they should have got a point. You know, they were very unlucky with that. Fly uh, Liverpool full of Christmas turkey. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> I think just put it out, put a big banquet out in the so away dressing room. Get the hold of Liverpool's uh, water bottles, yep. empty Ooh. them and fill them with turkey. Right. Stuff it in. So when they squeeze the turkey into their mouths, they eat it. Yeah, delicious. Mm. <laughs> Would you, no, you choose something else because it's very protein. Pizza, anyone here who've got no problem with that? Okay, yeah. cranberry sauce, roast potatoes, and gravy. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, very true. Lovely. Yeah. All right then. Well, there's the plan, Brendan. Uh, excellent. All right, mm. let's have a little break. Hey, everyone. I've been on the go recently. Phoenix, Kansas City, Chicago. If you're like me and have a home but aren't always at home, you have an Airbnb. Hosting your home or a spare room is a very practical side hustle. If you live in a big game town, you can Airbnb your place for fans to stay in. Your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at Airbnb.com slash boast. This show is sponsored by BetterHelp. A lot of us spend our lives wishing we had more time. The question is, time for what? If I had an extra hour in the day, I might catch up on the latest football news, take a lovely walk with my dog Sammy, or maybe interview someone using an orange peel and a broken iPhone. You know, normal journalism stuff. But it's not always easy to prioritise our time, and that's where therapy can be an extra helping hand. Therapy can help you find what matters to you so you can do more of it. Untangle any unneeded worries and start to value your time for you. So if you're thinking of starting therapy, give BetterHelp a try. It's entirely online, designed to be convenient, flexible and suited to your schedule. Just fill out a brief questionnaire to get matched with a licensed therapist and switch therapists at any time for no additional charge. Learn to make time for what makes you happy with BetterHelp. Visit BetterHelp.com slash ramble today to get 10% off your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P dot com slash ramble. Welcome back to the Football Ramble on Football Ramble Daily, everybody. It may be Christmas, but we're still working. Well, sort of. Um, <laughs> if you can call this. Just give work. you a quick update on the Christmas schedule. We have a Jules and Andy coming out tomorrow, as usual. They're in a minute to record that. Uh, they're chomping at the bit, drinking their peppermint teas outside mm-hmm. the studio. Um, Wednesday, Thursday, which is Christmas Day and Boxing Day, we're giving everyone a day off. So there's going to be no show Christmas Day, no show Boxing Day. You've all got better things to be doing. But we'll be back on Friday. With, I think me, Marcus and Jim, isn't it? Pete, you're mm. off, aren't you? So it's the three oh, of us. 
um, doing a preview show on Friday. So you've only got two days to wait. Um, oh. Perhaps go back and listen to some of the excellent episodes yep. from our back catalogue. Yeah. There's about 1,500 of them. So say, squeeze yeah. as many in as you can. Seriously, do do that. Get in yeah. there. Yeah. Absolutely. Jimmy, what are you saying? I'm saying that we've still been nominated for an award. They haven't taken the nomination <laughs> away from us. And you, at home or wherever you're listening, on the bus maybe, uh, you in Leeds, on the bus, uh, you can go and vote for us in uh, in the Pod Bible Awards. So you can visit podbiblemag.com and uh, you can find all the details there and please vote for us. That would be lovely. But what's, also, what's the prize if we win it? Um, a million pounds. A each. golden schloll. <laughs> Isn't that run by Scroobius Pips? Does that mean we get to go on this podcast? Uh, I hope so. You get a guest rap on one of his songs. Love that. Vote yeah. yeah. for us. Oh, we should give a better way forward to score update, shouldn't mm, I? Yes, please. Um, it doesn't make for great reading, as always. Well, hang on, hang on. <laughs> but, well, Pete, read Pete, it out. Pete, you'll have noticed one of us is looking particularly smug. No, even smugger than usual. Right, okay, <laughs> yeah. yeah. Game one, Jim. That's a no. Yeah, Ashley yeah, Barnes. Yeah, got that wrong. Game two, Pete Connor Hurahan. That's yeah, a no. Again, wrong here. Yeah. Game three, Luke Adama Traore. Yes, yeah, yeah. It's wrong, isn't it? Yeah. yeah. Um, Marcus, you yeah. really thought outside the box here mm-hmm. and went for Jamie Vardy. Mm-hmm. That's a yes. Thank you very much. The gym monopoly is over. How did he figure it out? How did he figure it out? Just for reference. How did he figure it out? I got, it, I got it right. I got it right. I got it right. How did he figure out? How did he, how did he come up with like, it, there must be so many permutations. He cracked a Hang on a minute. Yeah. Manchester City at home and I went Cranky for an opposition player. Code. To be fair. To be fair, he's upset. No, to yeah. be fair, you're upset, uh, Pete. Irked. Enough. <laughs> Both of you stop, because I should say that two people have shared the jackpot this week, so they mm-hmm. enjoy a magnificent Christmas bonus of £50,000 each, and the pot does stay at £100,000, because it's staying there throughout Christmas um, for, for, for that reason. So, um, we'll be back with that um, ne- next show around. Go to betwell.com forward slash four to score to play for free mm. for the chance to win up to £100,000 but do bet responsibly. Oh, yes. Now it's time for emails with that guy, PDD. I think I might just do go for Glold. You email shortfootballrambledaily.com And now Pete is reading it out. Well done. Simon Ponting is ponting out that it is that time of the year again where players are looking to use uh, yellow cards to have uh, Christmas off allegedly uh, players of note from this weekend Sun with the red uh, no fucking about there uh, Callum Chambers uh, Decora Jeff Hendricks Diego Rico Kovacic uh, two yellows in his last uh, two games good effort mm. and my winner Ryan Frederick no game at the weekend so misses a game on Boxing Day giving him two weeks off well planned sir mm-hmm. uh, a lot of other notable efforts uh, especially from Wolves I expect more players are planning for a New Year's break uh, thank you Simon Potting in Huddersfield actually uh, there's a guy called I think James Tortoise, who got in touch uh, last week, he had a full like list dossier of the players who were in the frame uh, for this weekend. I would just so, question uh, Abdullah Decore's um, one because he gets booked all the time. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> uh, Johnny Moore. Uh, hi, gents. After the awful effort on Friday, players who sound like things that can go on a salad, I thought I'd make my own 11 of players that can also be sauces. Enjoy. I mean, we've got David Mayo, um, <laughs> Edwin van der Saracha, <laughs> Scott Minto Sauce. <laughs> Matt Hollandaise Patrick that's Bird. good yeah. Yeah. don't just gloss over Matt, Matt Hollandaise. Hollandaise. Hollandaise that's very good I really like Scott Minto sauce do you know like yeah. Deli Alioli <laughs> that's good as well <laughs> yeah that's good Scott Brown sauce how pleased he is with Scott so. Brown sauce <laughs> uh, Johnny Moore from Bristol thank you very much for that have a great yeah. Christmas he says have and a great Christmas right back at you John Terry daddy's dad of the year yeah it? daddy yeah, dad of the year <laughs> lovely old job uh, if you want to get touch with the show as always it's showfootballramble.com no it's not showfootballramble.com yeah there you go listen to the bloody music Donaldson yeah you okay <laughs> I'm dying <laughs> <laughs> 
Mark is just letting you. I've lost my voice. Mark is giving you enough rope to hang yourself with. <laughs> Please have some more. <laughs> but not too much, of course. Mm, He's generous with his rope. <laughs> now then, we go to Watford. They beat Manchester United 2 0. Nigel Pearson has had an instant and immediate impact, <laughs> hasn't he? That club. You have to say. Yeah, he, they he, are he petrified of him. They spell on David De Gea. Yeah, my God. <laughs> because they've beaten, obviously, Anfield, but they were much better. Yeah. They were. Considering how badly they've been going away to the, the league leaders, you'd think, well, they might get thumped. But they weren't thumped. It was a respectable performance. I mean... Uh, he threatened to attack each player's dog. Must be. <laughs> Watford were good in terms of they were intense, they were on it, they were kind of what you expected. Or, I mean, I might be wrong. In the it, context of Watford's season. Lots, yeah, lots of people watch Watford for much more closer than I do and but my my kind of pigeonholing of Watford if you like mm-hmm. as hel- unhelpful as it may be is that they're a good physical strong team yep. with a little bit of stuff sprinkled on yes. right? So like a little Delafeu yeah a little Delafeu <laughs> as soon as they get in the box they just cannot put Ooh, a ball away to me, save their life give me some of that Delafeu seasoning yeah oh yeah right? <laughs> but and it was typified when Deeney went on and did that post-match interview after Watford beat Arsenal that time he said I love it I love playing Arsenal for yep. all that kind of yeah, stuff yeah. he said so it's good to see they've got a bit of that back. Mm. Will Hughes moving a bit further back. He can he can get involved. But I have to say, and I don't think we can say this enough, that Man United were absolute trash. Yes, yeah, they were they trash. Were. <laughs> and under, under Solskjaer, who's done a brilliant job of coming in after all this rubble and this ruins has happened and, and kind of saying, and in many ways, it's, 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 it's true what Mourinho said when he was punditing. I wish I could have a job at a club that big where all I do is talk about the future. Mm. But I'm not, I don't have to worry about what's happening now. Mm. Because what's happening now is trash. Yeah. There's, there's no other word for it. They go and play against other big teams and they can get themselves up for it and they do quite well. Away from home and against shit teams, they are trash. By the way, can well, Watford, you, uh, Watford stopped them playing on the counter and they had no answer to it. No. Um, if you are going to call a team trash, can you at least do a Brett Anderson impression? <laughs> they are trash. <laughs> yeah, Man, you. Yeah. <laughs> and, and, and they, Jim's right, they had no answer to any of that kind of stuff. They, um, obviously it wasn't helped by the fact that De Gea, which again, sorry to after time listeners, but a few weeks ago we said, De Gea's not looking great. We said the mistake he made a week or two ago was reminiscent of the old De Gea when he first came into yeah. the UK. And that was a proper, I'm already thinking about what I'm going to do with this ball, yeah. not catching it. So sure I even said that, didn't he? He said that after the game that they've been working on De Gea releasing the ball quickly to mm. start start counters. And he said he's probably thinking about the next phase. And, you know, explanation or not, that is such bad mm. concentration. You can't miss a ball and let it bounce in off your face. And he's uh, not so young anymore. That's a mm. swear song. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Thank you. Well done, mate. Okay. Metal Mickey. Yeah. It's all right, you've laid the gauntlet down there. <laughs> uh, now we're all going to be distracted for the rest indeed, of the show. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. No, but, what but, did you make of it? Well, I, I, I completely agree. And, and I think that the, 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 the things that we can only go on with Solskjaer, because we're not at the training ground, is that, it, a bit like Mourinho, it does seem to be him just saying, yeah, you know, these things happen with David Day. No, I understand that. And, and I don't think he should hammer his, his, his goalkeeper yeah. or any player who makes it an obvious error. De Gea knows that more than anybody, but these errors are, are happening. But De Gea's errors are not why Manchester United are, are quite poor at the moment. But Solskjaer, it is all this kind of, yeah, you know, we need to do this, we need to do that. Mm. His vibe is quite relaxed. It's, it's almost, you would think he's managing a mid-table side who you want to, you, you make sure you want to stay in the division, but you're just kind of enjoying yeah. the ride. You're taking it easy. He's also talking a little bit like a, 
a manager that has a bigger reputation than he yeah. has. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Someone who's been brought in to turn it around and implement his methods uh-huh. and, 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 and get things kicking on in the future. Which that was not the brief. <laughs> well, I, don't, I think it actually, you know, if you listen to what's come out of the club, it sounds like it is the brief, but I don't right. know if that's the right brief. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, and I do appreciate that. If Solskjaer is on the training ground, then absolutely hammering them and going th- through the paces and so on. Um, you know the, the 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 public persona of of the manager, or at least what he's saying to the media, may not be reflective on what he's saying in the dressing room. I get that, but that just seems to be the vibe. And looking at the performances and the way the players are, it seems to be what what's going on. I mean, it was a plus for them that Pogba came back in, and yeah. he looked like um, a, a player who who should you've got to start him and, and almost mould the team around him. But we've been here before. He doesn't mm. want to be there. Exactly. So we, we've been here before. Him not wanting to be there and his patchy form aside, though, it's gone overlooked a little bit. That He's a huge miss. You know what yes, I mean? He's yes. often their best player when, it, when he is around. And yeah. to, to miss this much of a season is a, is a huge blow for them. Mm. I, well, think, I think Man United fans will probably be listening to this maybe tearing their hair out saying that we've only lost... This is the first Premier League game we lost since the start of November. Yeah, but it's their worst Premier League campaign thus far but on the other hand they're, like, they're just kind of ticking along fine in eighth mm. and if you look at the games in that run where they've not lost I mean they still drew with Sheffield United okay they're a good team but I mean even so you'd expect them to be targeting that as a win they drew at home to Aston Villa they were terrible at home against Everton I, I, I don't know, think you'll have any Man United fans who are annoyed that we're maybe doing them a mis, uh, miscarriage of justice or something and saying um, oh no! We're actually having a better season than than you may think. I think they are acutely aware of what what's going wrong. And I mean, sorry, they weren't terrible at home to Everton, were they? They were okay actually. Well, they I drew one all. Yeah, but to they, Duncan Ferguson, yeah, Everton. yeah, okay. Fine. You know, they're going to be disappointed that they never won that game. Yeah. It, it's it's been a piss poor season at best for them mm. thus far. They're going nowhere really, and 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 it's it's like Solskjaer. He is learning on the job. You know, this is not an established manager as we know. Is he going to become a better manager very quickly? Most people would say probably not. Mm. Doesn't mean to say he's a terrible manager. Doesn't mean to say he doesn't have a future or, or can manage another, you know, a, 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 another sort of Premier League club or something like that. It would seem unlikely. But the whole thing at that club is, I mean, it, it's it, there's slight parallels with a club like, say, an AC Milan or someone yeah. like that. Who yeah. you look at them and you just think. He's all gone wrong. You know, down in mid-table, and then I got pumped at the weekend. No, beaten five 0 So it's like yeah. in, in in that it was a former giant of European football, one of those clubs that if they came knocking, the player would have to go. It's Milan mm. or it's Manchester United. I, I have to go. Mm. And clearly, Harry Maguire hasn't got the, you know, the the memo on watching. that one. <laughs> yeah, exactly. But I think you know, look at the Watford side of the sheet. They've um, they could turn, they could upturn all the different stats and yeah. about about being bottom at Christmas. I know West Brom have done it, but generally speaking, mm. the start they've had. It's been so poor, but they're only six points from safety because yeah. the, the league is as it is this weird, season. Yeah. And if they can apply that kind of application, now they've got Deeney back, who's a big. I mean, yeah. he represents a lot more. He yeah, almost yeah, represents yeah. for them what company represented for Man City. Yeah. Um, they've got a real chance because they got Sheffield United on Boxing Day. They got Aston Villa at home. They got Wolves at home, and they've got Bournemouth away. And yeah. I mean, you can pick up some serious points there. I think they've got all the conditions they need to sort of get out of this because obviously the, the cel- not just Deeney's presence and his goal but the celebration of Deeney's goal showed that that squad is actually very together. The fans were amazing as well. It was mm. so, so loud down there which, which, is, which is exactly what you need in this sort of situation. Obviously, Nigel Pearson's been there before and mm. big Craig Shakespeare's back. The beautiful ones. Ah! <laughs> there, again. there you go. So, <laughs> when, um, yeah, I, th- I think actually Watford have a really good chance even in this context. On the match, you know, when Pogba came on, I thought like he... 
provided a bit more of a calming kind of influence. So like mm. he 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 did he did a couple of like flicks and stuff. And I was like, you know what? You kind of need that when your your team's mm. two nil down. Everyone's just losing their heads and they're just kind of like they're misplacing passes. Yeah, but he we... calmed it down. And and Peter Crouch said on on match there too, like that you need to build your team around Paul Pogba. You can't. Yeah, we, you can't. In his Pete, we said, can't we said that though, mm. moments earlier, and we, we'll have this about Pogba. We know his quality. He'll come in there, mm. and he's basically trying to play his way to a next move. Mm. His, his agent, Mina Rail, is going. By the way, if, if you do want that move, you, you are going to have to actually play a bit of football. Good, yeah. But Pete, yeah, with with Watford, they've got quality with Delafay and one or two others, as you say, and it is that sort of grit and steel and determination they need. And Nigel Pearson, it's fair to say, will provide that. Yeah. <laughs> um, all right, then. Uh, a great win for Southampton away to, to Aston Villa. Yeah, talking about down there and Southampton are out the relegation zone. Yeah, I mean, Hootle's got them out there. Yeah, I, I wonder if that nine nil was actually a really good thing for them. Well, the, I mean, how many times have we good said good thing that? for me? Yeah, <laughs> it was. Danny Ings though among the goals again this this season. He's having a, he's having a lovely time. That second one, what a turn and finish! Oh, brilliant. But when you got Ings scoring goals like that, and you've got a bit of creativity, confident goals too, very confident goals. When you got when you got a player like Ward Prowse, who's providing a bit of uh, creativity and, uh, and whatnot. Again, you look down there, actually, it could be an enthralling relegation running. If the title's going to be wrapped up by flipping February, <laughs> by, the, yeah, by the way yeah. it's going, the relegation running, actually, we've just said Watford could get out of it, and they're bottom. Southampton have just you know, got out of the, the, the relegation zone at the time of recording. They're looking okay. Villa, I'm worried for them. Same. Very right, worried. Villa for them. and Norwich are the two where you think you are you you're really up against. Indeed, it here. yeah, I think I think it's quite uh, intriguing. But yeah, Aston Villa. I mean, I mean, Grealish is Villa fans probably get annoyed when you say, "Oh, yeah, Grealish is a sort of stand up." Lovely goal, beautiful goal, yeah. But it does seem to be the case, you know, that they're, they're they're not quite there. You you think to yourself, oh, it's Aston Villa, they're an established Premier League side. You look at Villa Park, it's a proper stadium. They've got some more up players, and then you think, actually, hang on, a bleeding minute. They're they, in can't, the they can't defend. Zone. They just yeah. can't defend. They really can't. They no. give away such terrible goals. And um, Danny Ings is really benefiting from being, what well, looks like to me, being properly fully fit, like fully matched yeah. fit. I mean, he mm. went to Slanton on loan initially, didn't he? Because he had such bad luck with injury. That's right, yeah. Um, and now he's kind of established himself. I think he's he's played quite a lot this but season. It's great for him because it, but that injury knocked him out for so long. Yeah. yeah. And and it was such a shame because he got moved to Liverpool and so on. I'm so glad that he's performing consistently and getting goals in the Premier League. Um so it's it's it, it's great for them, but yeah, I mean, old Villa. I do worry about them. Well, look, yeah. Looking at um, marvelous Nakamba's kind of slightly loose control, you're very <laughs> like, on, you yeah. defending so yeah, bad. You can't do that in the front. Yeah. Like, you yeah. just can't. Not with a gold pervert like him around. No, yeah. Danny Ings. They've Mate, got get Norwich away with that next. in Club Bruges, not in Aston Villa in the Premier League <laughs> in a relegation true. battle. It's true. Sigh mm. out, marvelous. They've got Norwich at home next, Villa, which is an absolutely massive game. I think they're very very different teams. I think you're right. Villa defend very, very poorly and they, get, they concede stupid goals, get themselves into silly positions. I feel like with Norwich, if they're, if they're on top in a game or if they score first, mm. they get really nervous mm. and they let the occasions get to them. And they seem really to massively run out of steam. Yeah, range, exactly. Yeah. And it'll be really interesting to see what that, what that combination creates in terms of this game. Mm. Let's go up the other end of the table because Sheffield United are fifth. They're fifth at Christmas. Wonderful. It's you love to see it. It is magnificent. Yeah. And you, think, and you think that also that um, Chris Wilder would just be pretty content for no one to mention this at any point. Yeah, to, totally. to ghost in there. Yeah. And just no one give him any attention. <laughs> and before you know it, it's May and they're in the Champions League. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, <laughs> amazing. Really. Uh, he's 
incredible. They are defensively so good. They're so coherent as a unit. Everyone mm. knows what they're doing. I think it's only um, Liverpool and Leicester that have conceded a few. They've conceded a load fewer goals than Man City yeah. this season. Yeah. When, when Leicester won the league, you remember when a lot of clubs, understandably, were a bit They're like, not going to win the league. No, no, but they a lot of clubs <laughs> understandably thought, look what can be achieved. Mm. Now, that is particularly an outrageous, the outrageous example, the, the anomaly of all yeah. anomalies, if you like. Um, but it still can encourage uh, people. But this actually, with the, what Sheffield United are doing, should serve to, to show clubs actually what, in a more realistic sense, what you can do. Mm-hmm. Because they don't have star names in there. Most, A lot of those players, um, a lot of, People who support Premier League sides might not often heard of them. Mm. Uh, they, they, when you when you look at that side, you think who are the sort of st- there are standout performers in in terms of their performance, but in terms of the names and so on, yeah. th- there isn't really not sort of big uh, international mm. type players. It- They've uh, not overthought the Premier League, I think. They've no, not overthought they, the Premier they, League. They defend man to man, and they're very direct. Exactly. And and with uh, the entirety <clears throat> of the league, seem to be obsessed with like give the let them have the ball. Let them have the ball. Yeah, well, yeah, yeah. Sheffield United will defeat you like Indeed. that because you ain't going to get one past them. No, uh, uh, defensively, as you say, they're, they're, they're phenomenal. So so when you have a squad of players like that. If you get the system, and as you say, like, everybody knows what they're doing. Everyone's pulling in the right direction. They're, they're comfortable without the ball. That's yeah. the thing. They're yeah. comfortable to not have it. That's what the, he's just yeah. turned that to. I, I've, I've, it's hard to find the words and to describe it all. But what he's done with that side is absolutely superb. And again, this is not a, a, a sort of a young manager who was, you know, an assistant coach of Guardiola for years. Or he's a guy. He's worked his way up through the leagues. This is what mm. can be done. He's not found this ceiling yet as a manager, Chris. No, Brown. yeah, he really hasn't. And I think I think imagine um, if he never fought. He just keeps and he starts winning trophies. Well, there was a guy. There was a guy on radio phone in the other day, a Sheffield United fan, who said that. Um, He's, he's worried they're too good like, mm. and, and they're going to lose him. Mm. And, that, and they yeah. said it's be such a shame because they've had such a great well, time. That, and that's the test, isn't it? At mm. the end of the season, if Sheffield United finish fifth, if they finish in the top half, it's, it's a hell of a season. Yeah. But if they finish up there, you're right, will people come sniffing around Chris, Chris Wilder? But I, I like the fact that he looks like the type of guy that just will be like, I don't care about the bright lights. They've only lost one game in the league since the 28th of September. Yeah. And um, that Man United game, I mean, obviously we mentioned Man United earlier, they should have won that. Yeah. They got, they got, they got pegged back in quite dramatic circumstances. Very unlike them. Yeah, they were because they, they they were by far the better team, Sheffield United. Unlike both sides, really. Yeah, that game. Yeah, they, and then because they were two 0 up, weren't they? They ended, yeah. up, they ended up equalizing to go three all right. in the last minute. Yeah, that's it's right. a crazy it game. Incredible. Man. Let's stay in the in the top half of the Premier League. Yeah, because that one team that's beaten Sheffield United between now and yeah. September, yeah. Marcus. Who was it? It was the great Newcastle United. Yeah. Though. If we're bad, I win. If we win, I win. I'm yeah. a winner. Yeah. I'm Tired of winning, guys. You've carved mm. that niche out for yourself. Yeah. You? yeah. Ever since we had that little debate about how good a job or not Steve Bruce is doing, I mean, they've 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 had some great results. Uh, they they won again, of course. I stress the word again. They're ninth at Christmas. Same points as Manchester United. One behind Spurs. They're they're seven or fourth. Did they you go, did, did they seven, go to Old Trafford on Boxing Day? Seven points. Old Trafford on Boxing did Day. Anyone, that might be quite fun. Yeah. But did anyone watch that match? It was the worst match I've seen in five years just, of watching. I, I, I'm saying it was terrible. On both sides, I don't. I don't know I'm what just saying it was terrible. I'm where where was, do you go? You've won. You've won a Premier League game. One, you kept a clean sheet. It was a terrible match. You're ninth in Almiron the league. Almiron scored from an match. Andy Carroll knockdown. No, what more can you? No, no, want? no he didn't want to talk about it. He didn't get the assist. Incorrect. Did he not? Why yeah. not? I've no idea. He had his assist chopped off. Opta have not given it to him. I've just checked. Got injured. Did it come off? Somehow. Did it come off the defender? Maybe. I can't remember. All I can remember is his disgraceful celebration. Who, Andy Carroll's or Almiron? No, Almiron's, yeah. Because he took his top off. Oh, I haven't scored for ages. Let me do it. Oh, the Lord shouldn't apply to me. so Pathetic. good. 
That's the little boy, hugging the ball boy, and then everyone joined, and then Andy Carroll, the cherry on the cake. Yeah. Massive heavy cherry. Big yeah. heavy. Collapsing the cake. <laughs> Big, heavy. Big heavy long the cherry. pineapple on the cake. Is this cherry too long? Here, yes. Yeah. Here's a cake I've lovingly baked, <laughs> and now I'm going to put a 200 pound cherry on top of it. Do you normally put an anvil on top of a cake? <laughs> uh, Jeez. Yeah. yeah. Marcus, so, did you know that that's, uh, that's um, Steve Bruce's first win over Roy Hodgson in eight attempts? And you think sometimes a manager's. F- just finds the right club, finds, level. You know, finds yeah. the right environment yeah. where so. conditions are perfect. As I say, yeah, I win whatever, I win whatever, Jim. Jim, Jim I don't know if you saw the game, but it was absolutely dreadful. It, it was, was the dreadful. worst Newcastle yeah. United game in five years. It was dreadful. They've not had, I mean, what an awful result. Yeah. And you the circumstances that, I mean, boring. Pete, Pete what has, what's got to happen here for you to what's wake up and smell the Bruce? He said that he said it against <laughs> he said it he said it about the uh win over Southampton. Mm. He said it about the um the win over Bournemouth as well. Yeah, they yeah. they were all awful. Nine matches. points. <laughs> awful football matches. Yeah. I'm just said it about the, the, the draw against Brighton. What do, you, what do you want to happen, realistically? I'd like us to start playing like a football team and less like what I no, saw no, yesterday. No, Chris, uh, would you rather then? Okay, let me let me put this to you. Right. They play brilliant football. It's really entertaining every game, mm. but they just go down the final game of the season. Luke, I would w- you prefer look, that to this? I would. I would like you the night before Christmas, where nothing is stirred, not even a mouse. Yeah. You watch that flipping game. I sat. I through. saw it. It was dreadful. I enjoyed it. Yeah. What did you watch it on? I watched it on a stream. <laughs> I enjoyed it, Pete. I, I, enjoyed it. I can always find something to watch football because I feel very, very lucky and privileged <laughs> to do this job. <laughs> Seven points off fourth. Yeah, I like it. It's good. Right, I'm enjoying right. it. Oh, okay. To be honest, I don't, it. at the risk of at the risk of turning it back on you, Marcus, but okay. I will do it because because uh, why not? It's Christmas. I don't think you should be able to say seven points or four. I think, I think oh, it should on. be a reference point if it's like five points or fewer. I just okay. Well, could be the next game. They're one win of being, uh, they're potentially one win off um, being incredibly mentioned for the top four spaces. I mean, because Brighton are only 12 points off four. I think well, where'd five, you go with this? I think only five points separated like fifth and 12. Yeah, it's close. Like that. It is but close. what do you think about, because obviously, they're, 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 as I said, Steve Bruce's Newcastle were going to Steve's old stomping ground yeah. at Old Trafford. Oh, yeah. And previously would have been like, well, that's a rollover. No, there's no mm. more Brucey bonuses. Not now. No. As we saw at St. James's Park. Not mm. now. Out of time. business. Out of business. Yeah. So they could they could pour more misery on Ole Gunnar Solskjaer. Yeah, I'd say. Who, so. could, then, who could then throw a 17-year-old kid off the bench in the last five minutes ago. <laughs> Did you see him? Yeah. yeah. Did you see that young player? Yeah, the yeah, future. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, indeed, yeah. <laughs> but of course, we are moving into the Christmas period if we're not sort of already there. And some players uh, will be having a bloody good time. And we saw that at the darts, didn't we, Pete Donaldson? We did, yeah. yeah. Uh, John Pickford. <laughs> Bring it on the rave. Get <laughs> sink, a pint. Taking a long time to drink a pint for a man so huge. I mean, I, if I'm, I mean, fair enough. It, defi- take... it definitely was Pickford, wasn't it? Yeah, yeah, okay. it was. He's taken advantage of the fact that the old manager's gone and the new one hasn't started yet. So, <laughs> well, I, did, I, I mean, I, I, he's thinking it's very relaxed under Ancelotti. I should get away with this. Yeah. Make sure though, you've got Big Duncan still at the club. Can yeah. I go to the darts? Yes, you can. Um, be sensible. I will. I'm going to stand on a pint, uh, on a chair and down a pint. Yep. If there were about 15 people around him with camera phones yeah, pointing at him. He yeah. doesn't care. Did he, and and Charlie England's number one. Did he drop <laughs> yeah. the pint? No, he didn't. Exactly. If you can't yeah. enjoy being England's number one and down on a pint at the darts, yeah. Duncan Ferguson has been seen doing worse. A lot, well, a lot worse. A lot yeah, worse. But are, you, are you really going to call him out on that, though? <laughs> I don't <laughs> think yeah, You did worse than I did. Several judges well, have. Get off me, get off me. <laughs> he did another sub for a sub, didn't he? He did, yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. And he actually brought Moise Keane on, <laughs> on. Yeah. As the but I don't. I, I think it was Cenk Tosin, right? <laughs> it was, he yeah. came on off like 10 minutes and then he came off with 10 minutes yeah, to go. It's still like, funny, it's though. Not, it's still, not still, still. So he's on record. One thing that particularly caught my eye over the weekend was there was a safe standing part of the stadium at Kilmarnock. Right. And he came up in Scotland. 
Uh, and the only two people in the stand were photographed sitting down. Lovely. <laughs> Lovely. <laughs> it's like, it's getting any better. Yeah. yeah. It's not getting any better. It's early days. It's the first one in Britain that's been funded by fans, I think, that one. That's right. Yeah. And they're not yeah. even using it. Uh, but Well, both of them it was, are. It was completely empty. Because yeah, uh, sure. Celtic have got one. That's right. Uh, but yeah, but good old Killy. In, yeah. um, in, the, in the French League as well, uh, Nice v Toulouse, uh, there was no VAR. Did you mm. guys see why there was no VAR? <laughs> because uh, rodents chewed through the cables. Wow. <laughs> look, cable, look, if cables, cables are delicious. Why would they not choose armoured <laughs> cables? Not, get get the armoured double insulated armored, cables. Yeah. Right? Armoured cables. Cables are delicious. Pricey. Yeah. <laughs> Did you hear um, Pricey. Robin Cowan's um, Alan Partridge reference on Match of the Day? Um, starting her, her commentary on the highlights of the, the Norwich game, she said, uh, if Norwich is to get their second season they badly need three points here oh nice that's very a little good. subtle one very that's subtle nice. that's, yeah. that's the way to very do it very good that is only, only proper heads like Jim will pick up a deep cut like that <laughs> yeah <laughs> good old Jimmy all he's right. like mm-hmm. now yeah. it's all that's left is to say Merry Christmas to Merry, all our lovers yes, everybody. Yes. Merry Christmas children playing having fun uh huh the kids jingle belling and everyone wishing you be of good cheer yeah because Ooh. it's the most wonderful time of the year Peter it is. God rest ye, merry gentlemen. <laughs> Thank you very much, everybody, for listening to this Football Ramble. Thank you, Luke Moore. Thanks. Thank you, Pete Dolson. Thank you. Thank you, Jim Thank Campbell. You, and thank you, Steve Bruce. Um, uh, we'll be back on uh, Friday, of course, to talk about all the Boxing Day games. And Jules and Andy tomorrow. Smashing. Merry Christmas. now! This was a Stakhanov production. I'm a true Johnny. Can I have my money now? <laughs> 